in case you haven't noticed, it takes great courage to be a father in the 21st century. Welcome, guys, to Recourage. This is a program dedicated to recouraging manhood as we let God's Word pierce through our fear and strengthen our faith. I'm your host, Scott Bryant, the director of Journey Up Ministries and the lead climber of my amazing family. Guys, thank you for joining me today on this dangerous but eternally satisfying Journey Up. I was kind of a put on notice this morning as I looked at the news headline of a, a jogger, 27-year-old jogger, going just even locally on a jog through a kind of a wilderness area and turns around just in time to see a mountain lion, a young mountain lion jumping for his neck. He protects himself, he fights for his life, turns up he's able to get on top of the mountain lion, and supposedly the guy's able to suffocate the mountain lion kill the lion instead of being killed himself. It's a rare event and quite, a, quite amazing. As I was reading over that, I was thinking, you know, that represents what we as men in our hearts desire to do when it comes to being men of courage. But what I want you to know, guys, that we were created to fight off. But you need to know fighting off the devil doesn't work that way. You don't turn around and go, oh, look, the devil's sending one of his demons to tackle and kill me. I'll just suffocate him to death with my bare hands. Man, it does not work that way. Today, for you to have the courage to climb the heights of manhood, you are going to need Almighty God through the power of his Holy Spirit to lead you on that journey up. Because you don't live, I mean, it's never been easy and throughout all of history to be a man after God's heart, but it is uniquely challenging to be a dad. It's not even popular these days to be a father. And when I mean that by that, to be a godly father, one that plays your role according to God's word instead of man's word. As I, you know, back in 1949, have to admit I wasn't alive, but uh, some of you might have been. Uh, some of you heard there was actually a show back in 1949. It started as a radio show called Father Knows Best. And I guess as I read over Wikipedia that the radio show actually portrayed the father uh, Robert Young there as being a kind of lording over his, he was kind of a, the lord of his home. And, and they uh, kind of tamed down his uh, role in the TV series that came out in 1954 and ran for quite a while uh, till 1960 for a show that became and even nominated uh, for Father Knows Best. It was uh, very popular. And what you see there, Robert Young, who plays the father, uh, in real life, uh, he actually struggled to live out the very role he played on screen. On screen, he's known as a, a happy, well-adjusted character that all the kids come to when they needed advice. In real life, uh, he struggled uh, with uh, bitterness, depression, and alcoholism, and even that resulting in a, his suicide attempt on, on 1991. And it's to know that uh, a lot of times uh, what we see portrayed on the screen is representing how our culture is wrestling with roles. And back in 1960, it was still possible to have a show called Father Knows Best, even if it was in jest sometimes. But really, at the end of the day, the father was portrayed with some, some wisdom, with something to offer. Far different, guys, than what you and I are portrayed as these days if we are going to attempt 
to lead well in our home. And it's to know that a father is just not supposed to do that these days. He's supposed to be kind of a tamed down, funny guy that uh, really is just kind of playing an awkward, you know, happy role in the home that, that has very little courage, very little power. There, we've Manhood, especially then fatherhood, is, has been greatly diluted down. So the question is, what do we do? How do you encourage the heart of a man? How do we as fathers find the courage to, to fight off this mountain lion? And this mountain lion that's coming at us is far greater than that mountain lion that came with that jogger this morning. I have to admit, I've seen a, a mountain lion up close. They are pretty impressive. They've got muscular jaws that are made for <laughs> chowing down on you and me. They've got claws that are ready to come out and slice and dice. But there's nothing about a mountain lion that is in comparison to how Satan can come in and destroy the heart of a man. And he's doing it quite effectively. In fact, we live in times now where really what we're seeing, I have to laugh if not cringe when I see we don't have uh, shows Father Knows Best these days. In fact, we're called that we've got a a 27-year-old man taking his parents to court because he's upset with them. Now, granted, he says he loves them. He's got a great relationship with them. But Raphael uh, Samuel says that he uh, is taken his parents to court because they gave birth to him uh, for their own enjoyment rather than his. They didn't get his consent for him to come into this world. He's very upset with that. He he says that's just that shouldn't happen. He says my he said hey, yeah, my life has been amazing, but I don't see why I should have to put another life through the rigmarole of school and finding a career, especially when I didn't ask to exist. Now, as you read through his Facebook page and you begin to see that he's uh, kind of post a lot about what he called uh, anti-natalism. And I, I kind of knew the word natal from uh, the prenatal unit or, you know, he has something to do with babies. Turns out he doesn't uh, believe that children should have to exist. They shouldn't have to be brought into this world. He says, if parents truly knew what's good for their children, why did they have them? Turns out he's putting the role of the environment, the sacredness and the importance, the value of the earth above the value of an eternal soul. He says there in closing, we don't want to impose our beliefs on anyone, but more people need to consider why having a child in the world right now just isn't right. You see, Who's right? Who's wrong? What? Who has the right to, to say, no, this has value and this has less value? I can tell you as a, a father of many children, we are very, very aware of how people care more about earth than they do eternal souls. They care more about convenience than they do kids. And it makes sense. If I, if I had the ability just to determine right in my own eyes, I would go for the same thing. But you and I, have a greater source of truth than the word of than the word of our world. We have the word of God. And the word of God tells us that there is a role that our heavenly father has passed on 
to us as earthly dads. And we get our cues from him and his word, not from Facebook, not from the news, not from our popular culture. But guys, I can tell you it's going to take courage. I would encourage you, though, to, to stand firm against the, and fight, not by your flesh, but by faith. To turn around and see there is a mountain lion coming at your heart. The devil himself wants to destroy your love for the Lord and your love for his image. Created in the image of God is man, is woman. He's crea- and that's why our worldview says that has greatest value. We, man and woman, male and female, children, are created in the image of God, and that is what bears fruit. That is what has a purpose. It has priority. And so we're called to take dominion over the world, not to be dominated by it. But that doesn't mean that we come in and we do it uh, without wisdom. We come in and we use great wisdom. But let me just speak to you guys as dads this morning. Let's, let's notice how do we fight? How do we fight well? And I would, I would encourage you, don't fight with words and retaliation. I have to cringe when I see people basically putting their pearls before pigs on Facebook. They say, they'll see, they'll cast these Bible verses out as, as if people are going to listen to those Bible verses and respond well. Uh, we, we live in times that twist everything, especially if you try to speak truth and say, no, this is right and this is wrong. Some, you're going to get nailed by even your Christian culture. It's going to say, well, that's not very loving for you to cast that out and to say that. Someone's going to be offended. But to know that truth is not just something we make up. Truth isn't just what I feel. Truth is a person. That's what God's word tells me. And truth is not me. Truth is not you. Truth is the person of the Son of God, Jesus, who said, He, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what Jesus said. So we we follow in his steps, and he takes God's word, our Bible, very seriously. Jesus himself quoted from it time and time again. He was fulfilling prophecy himself. He was the bread of life himself. And so we take God's word seriously. And so as I, I look through God's word and I notice this, if you just take the phrase, as a father, just take those phrases, put, put parentheses around them or quotations and do a Bible search there. And you'll notice several times this phrase, as a father, is used at least seven or eight times in, in the Word of God. And why I, f- I find that phrase fascinating is a lot of times God is making a point in His Word, and He's making a heavenly point. He's saying, you know, as a heavenly father, I, I do this just as a father on earth would do. And he uses this normative standard of as a father would do this. So I, as your heavenly father, do this. And so I want you to notice today, guys, as I want to encourage you, here's how you courageously fight as a father. You don't have to pull a gun. You don't have to pull a knife. You pull God's word into your heart. And here's what we notice. We see in Deuteronomy, we see that God says, there, there you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father carries his son. You hear the comparison? God says, I carried you just as a father carries his son. In Job, Job says, but from youth, I reared them as a father would. Okay, as a father would. That's the norm. As a father has compassion on his children. Psalm 103 says, <laughs> did you catch that, guys? As a father has compassion on his children. Today, 
In our world, we need more men who would have compassion on the hearts of their children and care for them, not just try to fix them or try to, to prop them up and make them look good on the outside, but to care for them. Uh, Proverbs 3.12 says, The Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. He's, he's making this parallel. Just as a, as a Lord would deal with you, so a father is going to delight in his son. How many fathers in our world are delighting, are demonstrating a true joy and love in their relationship with their son? Sadly, what I know when I met my wife at Bible college, I met a wife who had been abandoned at 16 as a teenage mom by a man who fathered a son. And my wife had a, uh, there at 16, gave birth and, and she graduated from high school and carried this little, little one all by herself because a father abandoned her. And today, sadly, our world is experiencing the pains of men behaving badly and responding with just as bad behavior. They're saying, well, fathers aren't delighting in their children. Fathers aren't being faithful. And they're responding in a very unkind and, and disrespectful way. And we've got the war, the battle of the sexes going on. It's a, it's a, a power struggle. It, and it makes total sense. If you don't believe God's word, it's going to be a, really a, a power struggle to see who can come out on top of the survival of the fittest. And so you've got screaming voices saying, no, women rule. No, men drool. No, it, it, it's, it's everybody's got this put down that's making everybody feel like they're worse than me. Today, the word of God says, no, men don't get caught up in those quarrels, in those comparisons. Have the courage to be a daddy. To be a father, to father in the way that which the Word of God tells you. We, it's fascinating to continue on there. And the, the New Testament says in 1 Thessalonians, uh, Paul is speaking to the church. He says, For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children. The challenge is today, we don't have fathers dealing with their children. We're sending them to school. We're sending them to church. And we're going to work and making money. And we're wondering why our children are falling away. And only 4% of millennials are being faithful in their worldview and living out God's word. 4% of the millennial is faithful today. Why? Because a father is no longer a father. We are fathering everything else. We're caring for and, and finding delight in dollars. We're, can, we're having compassion on our careers. We're coddling and comforting our, our significance and worldly success. And we're missing that God says, no, I want, I want you to demonstrate my fatherhood and how you would be a father. And guys, I can tell you, as you begin to take on that challenge, you're going to find that's a huge and exciting and terrifying mantle because you and I, as we try to journey up these heights of being a dad, you're going to fail. When I started out the journey, I remember several years ago, I wrote a book and it was, my, my children were young and it was a several hundreds of pages. And as I wrote that, you know, I knew I didn't know everything, but I can tell you, I, I uh, thought I knew a lot more. 20 years later, I've discovered the journey of fatherhood is, has very little to do with what I know. 
The only thing that really matters is who I know. Am I climbing in the steps of my Heavenly Father, of His Son Jesus? Am I listening to the Holy Spirit for my direction and going up? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail. I'm going to f- many times. There's going to be words, actions that come out of my daddy mouth that are not going to be comforting and caring and compassionate. But guys, Scripture says, as a father. We've got to get back to where that would be a normative in our world today, a normative in the church. I understand why it wouldn't be normal in the world, but guys, it shouldn't be normal in the church. We should be able to say, hey guys, God deals with us as a father disciplines his children, as a father loves his children, as a father has, and we go, oh yeah, we get that. We were raised by fathers who cared for us and were compassionate. These days we hear those words, as a father has compassion on his children, so our heavenly father has compassion on his. And we go, we really don't know what that looks like. Guys, I want to give you the challenge. Let's give the next generation not just a chance to walk by faith, but a chance to walk by sight, that they would actually see us being godly fathers who seek to climb in the steps of God and His Son and fail and then climb again because, remember, it's not because of our strength. It's because of that amazing rope of grace, a grace rope that says, Scott, Man, you're going to fail. You're going to miserably fall. And when you do in that moment, remember, that's why I loved you. I gave my one and only son that if you'll believe in me, you're not going to perish. You're not going to fall to a rocky and bloody death at the bottom of this cliff. I'm going to catch you and I'm going to carry you and I'm going to allow you to climb again. And you can go to your child now and you can say, I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry, daughter. I'm sorry. I wasn't a good father there. And I've had to ask the Lord to forgive me. And I want to ask, would you forgive me? And I want to, I want to keep climbing. And I want to be the dad that you need. I want to comfort your heart so you can know who you are instead of having to go find it in another boy or another girl. We've got so many young people growing up in the church today looking for a boyfriend, a girlfriend to comfort their heart on a level that was supposed to be filled by you, Dad. But you were distracted. And it's understandable. I get distracted. I want dollars in my bank account. I want to make money. And and my focus can be so much on the earthly, I forget. It's not about the earth. It's not about the environment. It's about that eternal soul that needs the love of my heavenly father in the courageous love of me as an earthly father man that's my encouragement for you today your world will be mightily changed if you'll take this and begin to put it into practice thank you for joining me today i pray that you have been recouraged to journey up by faith in your heart in your home today